podcast is part of the 80s Ruled Network. Visit the 80s Ruled on Facebook for more 1980s awesomeness. Getting too old for this record and yell at me and stuff i'm trying to pretend like we're not recording so i don't get all of <laughs> hey welcome back to another episode of 1980s now a weekly examination of the importance of 1980s pop culture and its influence today my name's will and joining me as always are my friends and co-hosts who are doing their own show simultaneously as i'm doing this show ray and cat hello howdy Oh, we were able to broadcast both of our shows at the same time. This is what a great, wonderful confluence of things. Hey, on today's show, we're going to be contemplating the age-old question whether we're getting too old for this shit. Uh Boy, we're going to say that a lot. There's going to be a lot of bleeps this episode. Um, we're going to be discussing the cinematic origins of that quote. Uh, I've got a game for us to play that'll help us determine our quote, real age. And we'll otherwise be sharing our thoughts, feelings, you know, uh, reflections upon uh, getting older. <laughs> but before we get started, uh, don't forget, this is it. This is the last week here. Last week of September here, September 30th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. That's it. You're cut off. If you want to win <laughs> the Million Miler vinyl or cassette that we are giving away, that Tom Higginson himself sent to us and said, please... Give this to the wonderful fans of 1980s pop culture, because this album is, you know what I realized when I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, I said 1980s synth inspired. It sounds like maybe it's like a Harold Faltemeyer album. No, it's pop music. He's <laughs> singing. The songs are fun. There's different themes, etc. It's just the music, you know, that supports the uh, songs. It sounds like uh, something straight out of the 1980s, right? Okay. So anyway, like yep. humans were here on Facebook or Instagram, like Million Miler there as well. Let us know. You can even email me at will at 1980snow.com and let us know that you did that. And then you're in. You're in. Okay. Hey, before we continue, it's once again, it's time for. Thank you for your cooperation. Received a couple of notes today that I want to share with you. First of all, from our faithful listener, Lucy. Lucy writes Hey, Cat, Will, and Ray. I usually listen to each episode as it comes out. But I'd been saving Sir Mix a lot and just got around to it today. The interview was incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad I saved it instead of just skipping it. What? I guess first I think, you know, and this this is true, right? I mean, <laughs> look, you, you guys don't listen to podcasts. I barely listen to podcasts. But depending on the subject matter, you may not listen to a particular episode, right? Folks that are interested in Duran Duran will listen to Duran Duran. Mm -hmm. Folks that aren't won't. Same thing with the Sir Mix-a-Lot mm -hmm. one. So probably, it sounds like Lucy was deciding, man, you know what? Maybe I'll get to that one day. But she's glad she did. Now, see, I yeah. listen to podcasts for the host, not the topics. Me too. Yeah. Like John Reddick's <laughs> amazing. So I like his podcast. There you go. What's that say about us, I guess? Or what does that say about Lucy? <laughs> <laughs> well, she has good judgment because she also writes, I love the addition <laughs> of Cat to the team. The three of you have awesome chemistry. Keep up the good work. Oh, she told us to keep it up. <gasps> keep it oh, up. God, keep it up. <laughs> I hate when they threaten us. <laughs> Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> and we also heard from, hey, guess who? Bart Arnold. Hey. One of our wonderful uh, patrons and listeners. Bart writes, guys, just some show suggestion with Halloween around the corner. 
It would be, okay, I'm not even going to say anything anymore. Can you guess what the suggestion might be? He's going to say we should do some Halloween stuff. Okay, got to be more specific. <laughs> Who is leading the discussion in this Halloween stuff? Kat, do you have any suspicion? Not thoughts? me. Don't take it personally. <laughs> Probably not Will. I do take it personally. <laughs> You're right. He writes, it would be neat to have Ray do a weekly segment on an <laughs> 80s horror movie that we should watch or just rewatch. Just an idea. <laughs> love the podcast, guys. Do you, Bart, or do you just love Ray? <laughs> Bart loves the podcast. And you know what we just did for Bart? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Bart. We uh, did a Patreon exclusive yep. yeah. horror yeah. movie thing just for Bart and the yes. other Patreons, obviously. But <laughs> he got his wish. Yep. <laughs> Look at that. And Ray, you did, you know it, Ray, you planned that. You didn't even know about that email that I just read from Bart. That's right. I, I had no idea. Well, thank you, Lucy, and thank you, Bart. Hey, <laughs> let's get caught up on 1980s news. Oh, boy. All right, here we go. In 1980s <laughs> news this week, <laughs> once again, I'm left to a question. You've got to be kidding. According to The Hollywood Reporter, <laughs> Warner Brothers, and The Hollywood Reporter wrote this, Warner Brothers has mm -hmm. found the Lost Boys once again. <sighs> the studio is gearing up for a brand new reimagined take on the 1980s teen vampire classic. You know, just the fact that they write that this is a <laughs> classic and also mm -hmm. talk about it having a brand new version of it. Doesn't the Hollywood Reporter mm -hmm. go, wait a second, I realize what I'm writing down. I got to call these people up and say, no, don't do that. Yeah, anytime <laughs> they use the word reimagining, what yeah. they mean is we're about to feed you a bunch of horse <laughs> It's a, a bunch of 60-year-olds who are like, we know what the kids want. Yeah. So we're going to give them what they want. Yeah. And then the, somebody younger is going to go, that's not what they want. This is what they want. And neither one of them knows what they want because they're not kids. Mm. And they mess it all up. And it's going to be trash. Mm. It's going to be horrible. The word classic should make them stay back. <laughs> Leave it alone. I saw one of these 80s uh, Facebook groups, you know, that we follow that. They, the question was posted... What film was it? What film from the 1980s uh, do you think they shouldn't remake? Something like that, that they should keep mm -hmm. their hands off. And I thought it'd be a much shorter list to suggest what film should be remade. Like even mm -hmm. films I hate or, or think that movie was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I never think it's mm -hmm. terrible, but in the hands of the right <laughs> auteur, it'd be brilliant. No, it's garbage. <laughs> it's done or it's good. Leave it alone. You know what? There are 80s yeah. movies that I think should be remade with today's technology. Okay. But I'm not going to tell you because I'm oh. going to do a Patreon video. Oh, about it. oh boy. <laughs> Can't wait for that. This Our, our show is going to get increasingly shorter as, as Ray tries to continue to grift people. <laughs> $3 ain't a lot of money, man. Come on. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, to make you feel even older, maybe on this episode where we're talking about are we getting too old? Because maybe we're just curmudgeoning, but I don't think so. Here's the <laughs> folks that are going to be starring in the new Lost Boys as the, you know, the young, uh, I don't know, I guess, we don't know what the story is, but, um, so mm. I, I, I assume, I'm assuming this is the Corey Haim and maybe the Jason Patrick roles. Hmm. Noah Jupe, I think is, uh, he was an actor in A Quiet Place, and Jaden Martell, who was an It, who I recognize his face from the movie It, because I did see those, the new It's, of course. Of course, the original Lost Boys was released in 1987. We got two brothers who ventured out to California. They're moving with their grandfather. And they soon discover that the town that they are now inhabiting is terrorized by sexy vampires. <laughs> yes. You, look, you, I don't know that you could do better than Jason Patrick, Kiefer Sutherland, Jamie Gertz, uh, the Corys. I'll even say Corey Feldman. Alex Winter. <laughs> I mean, 
Ed Herman, but uh, maybe we are too old for this. <laughs> nah, here, here, here's my guess. Yeah. And this is just a guess. Yeah. Let's hear it. This one will not be set in California. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're gonna move it to mm. Florida. Oh, well, you got you got to move it somewhere where you know the, the liberals hate. So we what what you got to get it there. So the two the, the the family, which is now a brother and sister, moved to Florida. Oh, okay. The Frog Brothers are going to be replaced by a super liberal vegan mm. animal rights group. Oh, okay. Mm. And they actually are pro vampire. They you, right. They want to protect all vampires. See, now you're getting it right. Because hey, even though they're different than us, you've got oh, oh no. Ah! Right, and then they right. regret there. <laughs> yes, and learn. they somehow weave all these current issues into this movie, <laughs> and you walk away from it going, "That movie stank." It, it sounds like it would just be confusing, and you just go home and you watch the original and enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Kathleen Kennedy. See, Ray keeps bringing it back, not me. How'd she get involved with this? Because whenever her, cl- you- her, t- her claws are in everything. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Just for the record, for folks who are joining us today, I have no problem with Kathleen Kennedy. I think she's done a great job. She has a huge body of successful work that I love and mm-hmm. admire, including The Mandalorian, which she's the mm-hmm. producer of. Mm. And I'm confident she will do right by the next Indiana Jones as well. Uh-oh. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Regarding the remake, our old pal Alex Winter said, uh, and he tweeted this on Twitter, Go mullet or go home. <laughs> Does that mean he's just, you know, he's not interested because he did the mullet thing and, you know, some of the other vampires did it. Or is he saying, look, if you said it in the 80s or is he saying if you said it now, you got at least have the look like Marco and the other vampires look. Or is this just his way of dissing the, like us? He's just dissing the idea of remaking something that's just a perfect film otherwise. I'm sort of thinking maybe it's a his way of saying don't bother. <laughs> don't bother I, I, remaking I think this. it's... I think it's just him trying to be funny okay. and poking a little bit of fun at the mullet he had in that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, he'll be supportive, though. Yeah, he always is. He, I don't so? think I've ever heard him say a bad thing about any show. Does seem All like right. a nice guy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to talk to him. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of getting too old for this, in other 1980s news, there's going to be so many bleeps I got to do this week, right? 71-year-old Martin Cove performed on this week's premiere of Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yes. <laughs> now, did you guys watch this? Yes. And I say performed because he didn't dance. What do you want from this guy? I mean, he's going on his show Dancing with the Stars, not standing or prancing or walking. Gesturing. Gesturing, posturing. pointing. He was gesturing and posturing with the stars. <laughs> pointing to a dancer with the stars. I think he liked the idea of being on there, but I don't yep. think he actually intended to learn how to dance. No, he looked yep. kind of surprised at, at the point where he, they actually were kind of dancing. He, he, yeah. he, he, he was surprised there was a woman there to dance with him and not a block of ice. Yes. Well, Ray, the judges agreed with you and they all but swept uh, Martin Cove's leg out from under him. Uh, at least one of them. I don't, I don't watch this show, but I think it's Derek Huff, as you say his name. He said, he also said that uh, Cove seemed unprepared. Mm. Len Goodman said, hey, this dude's in his 70s. I actually kind of loved it because it was oh, so, yeah. wow, mm. look at that. I, I don't think being in your 70s is an excuse because Dick Van Dyke's a pretty mm. good dancer. That's perfect. Yeah, you're right. Point. For a guy that you would think would want to demonstrate he's more than just uh, Sensei Crease, man, did he <laughs> lean into that Sensei Crease? Giant Cobra <laughs> statues on the stage. 
doing that, you know, call and response thing at the beginning. Yes. Fear does not exist in, in this dance temple. hall. He said, oh, come on, man. It's just a commercial for the next season. That's all it is. Maybe this is a, a commercial for the Karate Kid musical. Holy crap. What if this is actually from the new season? But what <laughs> well, if he is actually going on yep. Dancing with the Stars on the next season Crease. as a contestant? I think finally the show will have jumped the shark. Could they survive that? No, no, nope. <laughs> I don't want to see that. All right. Hey, another 1980s news. It's a him. Chris Pratt has uh, been announced as the voice of uh, Mario in an upcoming Super Mario Brothers movie. You know, we've been hearing about a potential Super Mario Brothers movie for a long time, but finally we're learning some details about it. Ray's shaking his head. Oh. Well, he was. Now he's cracking his neck, but he yeah. was going like this. Cracking my neck now. As CNN <laughs> describes it, the actor will voice the, quote, tubby Italian plumber, end quote. Of course, the Super Mario Brothers was released 36 years ago. The film will also star Anya Taylor-Joy, who we loved in The Queen's Gambit. That was a really great mm -hmm. series. That was awesome. She's going to play Peach. Charlie Day from It's Always Sunny is going to be playing Mario's brother, Luigi. And Jack Black will be playing <laughs> Bowser. <laughs> CNN points out that none of the cast is Italian. <laughs> I love Charlie being in this. I love Jack Black being in this. Um, there's only one Italian that I mm -hmm. want to hear do Mario, uh -huh. Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> I'm going to fix your sink. Uh. He can't voice anything but himself. <laughs> yeah, it would be so awesome, though. Now, Pratt, Pratt indicates that he's been, quote, working hard, end quote, on the character's <laughs> voice. Is he just going to come out and go, it's a me, Mario? Well, you know, he joked that. On Instagram, he recorded a video where he made the announcement and said, it's a me. And he said, uh, well, and he said, no, that's not the voice. That's not how the voice is going to be. We're actually working on the voice. You'll hear it when the movie comes out. But he said that, you know, this is uh, sort of a, I don't know, wish fulfillment as sort of he describes, because he says that he first started playing the Super Mario Brothers video game at a laundromat in Lake Stevens, Washington, where he grew up. And he didn't have oh. money to play it, so he would steal quarters from the wishing well. And oh in this Instagram post, he realized, <laughs> wait a second, maybe my wish came true to be now voiced as character that I couldn't even afford to play. But at the same time, he realizes he probably stole someone else's wish, and maybe karma will ultimately <laughs> catch up with him as a result of this. You know, it occurs to me that since he's younger than we are, when he's talking about playing Super Mario Brothers in the arcade, it had to be that... Uh, so, the, you know, ultimately we, we played it on the Nintendo game system, but around that time, maybe even right before it was released in the arcades by Nintendo before we finally had it on our home console systems, just briefly before. Mm -hmm. It was already on home cons consoles, the Famicom system in Japan oh, before that. Okay. This, this story about this laundromat and the yep. Super Mario, I think this is made up. <laughs> no, I, I agree. When he said that, I was like, wait a second, in the arcade? But if, then I remembered, yeah, well, we did have that version that came out. Yeah, but he said laundromat. Yeah. I played arcade games in our <laughs> laundromat in Jersey City, New Jersey. I played, um, what was it? Uh, Galaga, Centipede, Pac-Man. Donkey Kong? Zaxxon. Zaxxon. They had there Zaxxon. and Spy Hunter. Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not buying his, I'm not mm -hmm. buying the story. I think he's lying. I think he's mm -hmm. making it up. It could be. I don't think he knows who Super Mario is. Uh -oh. oh, wow. That's taking a whole other step. Yeah. That's a Thrown down the gauntlet there. We we are we'll get our journalists, our, our crack reporters, Doomcock and others on that story. <laughs> of course, yeah. the first time we saw Super Mario or Mario and his brother Luigi animated was in the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, which aired from September fourth to December first in nineteen eighty nine. 
And the uh, WWF Hall of Famer Captain Lou Albano did voice Mario at that time. Ah. Now, the current voice of Mario, he's not Italian either. So, you know, we do have this, it's a me. That guy is also not <laughs> Italian. So Charles Martinet is a, an American actor, though he's of French descent. He actually auditioned mm. for the job when someone uh, told him that uh, they were looking for folks to, quote, talk to people as a plumber. <laughs> so... <laughs> When he went to the audition, the directors told him, all right, you're an Italian plumber from Brooklyn. And he planned on doing the voice sort of, you know, low and gravelly, kind of like Lou Albano sounded in the, in the cartoon that had aired for a year or so right before he had auditioned for this. But mm -hmm. then at the last moment, he thought that might be too harsh for children. So he ch changed it to this soft hearted, uh, higher sort of pitch friendly tone that is the Mario that we know from today. The original mm -hmm. job was actually doing a digital Mario at conventions where you'd see the floating head of Mario and he would be backstage responding to people live that would come up to talk to him and it would, you know, and like sort of like a digital puppet uh, move wow. the, the facial expressions <laughs> in the mouth. If you would have auditioned for that, how would you have done it? Because I would have mm. said, mm. hey, it's me, Mario. Your <laughs> sink's all clogged up with yeah. the hair because you, you yeah. can't wash your hair in the kitchen sink. Mm. I think if they told me I was an Italian plumber from Brooklyn, I guess I would try to do something like that. I suppose you're, you'd probably get the job though, because you're, you know, you came up with something unique, but I'm really wondering what cat would sound like. I'd probably start out with yo. <laughs> yo. It's kind of like what Ray suggested. Yeah. So Sylvester would win this job. Go with it. All right. Hey, that was 1980s news. Hey, if you like the show, your drains are probably not clogged because you took Ray's advice and you wash your hair somewhere else. Please like, rate, <laughs> review, subscribe. And if you really want to, you can hear all these bonus episodes that Ray is working on feverishly <laughs> by becoming a Patreon supporter. We'll tell you about that later on. Hey, now we're going to talk about whether or not we are getting too old for this. So, <laughs> you know, you can't bleep them all out because it's like... Uh it's the title of the show this week, so you got to leave them all in. Oh. Why? Because people won't know what we're, what we're saying? Yeah, they'll be like, I have no idea what's going on. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> we can say, sure, getting too old for this shirt. Yeah, I'm too old for this job. I'm too old for this car. I'm too mm -hmm. old for these kids. I, no one knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Look, okay. Kat and I earlier this year turned 50. Can we say that? Is that We've said that before, right? We can say that. Ray is that. coming up fast on 50. We really, you know, oh, he's, yeah. in the, mm -hmm. he's in the, <laughs> the back four. That's right. <laughs> Couple couple months now. Yeah, so he's getting close. <laughs> he's well, at the same here. token, I don't know that I necessarily feel fifty in a lot of regards. I do but, not. So this got no. me curious about how you guys, what you guys think about. So what I wanted to talk about was, and I'll just tell you this, and then we can go through these each. We're going to question, you know, whether we're, you know, too old for this. But more specifically, <laughs> we're going to ponder whether there's things that we're too old for, right? Because as I mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, we're all around fifty years old here. Or are there things that we should be doing at our age? So some things we shouldn't, some things we should. Um, and I have a game that we're going to play throughout our conversation to determine maybe our real, quote, age. And I'll explain mm -hmm. that in a moment. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to review the surprising number of 1980s films that include the phrase, I'm too old for this sh or some slight <laughs> variation of that. But for now, I thought it's important to note that the most well-known of those, of course, comes from Danny Glover as Roger Murtaugh. Mm -hmm in the first Lethal Weapon. Gun! Raj, meet your new partner. I'm too old for this 
love hearing the Eric Clapton guitar in there. It's like David Sanborn yeah, right? playing the saxophone, right? That was, that was great music in that in that movie. Mm-hmm. But of course, Roger meets his partner in a, I don't know, what's the what's the opposite of like a great way? It's some, uh, hmm, I know it's a fancy word for like, uh, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, he thinks Martin's mortifying. actually- <laughs> Mortifying? yeah, that's better. He thinks Martin's a criminal, Martin Riggs, and so he, he shouts gun and he runs to mm-hmm. tackle Martin. Of course, Martin- is a much more adept at martial arts than uh, Roger, and he takes uh, Roger over and uh, put, draws his gun on Roger, and that's how they meet. <laughs> so I was wondering if is it possible that we're even aside this notion that we're too old for something is because of this film? We've had mm. this phrase in our mind, and it turns out we've seen more films that had this quote during our youth. That maybe somehow, like when we talked to uh, uh, David Sirota, you know, some time ago about how the things we watched when we were young, sort of, you know. Uh, subconsciously or subliminally mm-hmm. shaped our f- philosophies that this is one mm-hmm. of those things. I had it at home too, though, not just in the movies. Mm. <laughs> if so, I could, if I had a nickel for every time my dad said, oh, it's rough getting old. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every fuck. day, every day he said that. <laughs> I thought you meant you had the tape at home. Didn't you think that's what oh, she meant, right? <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I assumed it was oh. apparent. Oh. oh, okay. You were with me. Yeah. Did yeah. Marjorie Murtar shape your, your, your belief or your philosophy on age, right? Nah, I just assumed it was an old person problem. Mm. So mm-hmm. it was a, a fun comic I thing see. at the time. But mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. did believe it would be an old person problem. And in the film, we're told yes. at 50, you're going to start having these problems. And you thought, well, I'm 17 years old right now. It's not my yeah. problem or whatever. Yeah. That, that's something that happens way, way, way <laughs> later, way later. <laughs> Do you guys feel like adults at all? <laughs> uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Yeah. Y- yes, but not an old adult, a young I, adult. Yeah. <laughs> when I um when I'm around um teenagers now I feel like an adult because uh. they're stupid. <laughs> and um when I'm around mm-hmm. my friends I feel like I'm 16 anyway, so. Yeah. Oh, I like okay. that. I, I like see. that contrast. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. Yep, yep. I wonder if that's what Einstein meant by time being relative. Hmm. Kat, do you feel like an adult? <laughs> sometimes and sometimes not. <laughs> oh, same thing. Okay. Seems like a curse of times, right? To just have your body age and physically become, you know, less capable of things, but your mind stay the same kind of. It, the, the trajectory of our physical yes. health and our mental, I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there things along those lines that you're just, you feel like you are getting too old for? I'll tell you what I do feel too old for. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I really had to think hard about this because I don't feel too old for anything, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Except for, <laughs> and I wrote this out as a sentence. Oh, boy. I'm getting too <laughs> old to. Walk normally. Walk. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. This is a whole thing. Okay. okay. I'm getting too old to walk normally immediately after standing up after I've been sitting longer than about 30 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So if, I, if I'm sitting somewhere, mm-hmm. like in the car yeah. or on the couch watching a movie yep. or here recording, yep. when I stand up, yep. it's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta stretch out my hips and my knees, and before I can walk normally. <laughs> Are your muscles not? Uh, it's like you don't have the strength, or it's like I kind of get stiff. stiff okay, I kind of, mm. kind of freeze up. It, and once I get going, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm fine. But it takes a moment. I can't just 
go. Yeah. It, I just, oh, okay, let me take mm-hmm. a minute here and then go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd agree with that. You, yeah. Once you sit for a long yeah. time, the like my ankles do that. Mm-hmm. It takes a minute for them to say, hey, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> yes. Oh, you'd like to walk. Okay. <laughs> I do notice that. Yeah, you guys make me sort of remind me of when I'm in bed at night. You know, oftentimes before I fall asleep, this is a terrible habit, kids. Don't do this. But on my phone, like looking at my phone, mm. you know, before I go to bed, and just within a few minutes of holding my phone in front of my face while I'm like lying down, my arms start mm-hmm. to tingle and start going numb, and I'm like, God, I can't <laughs> hold a phone for two minutes. I was gonna be, but the doctor mm-hmm. says my blood pressure is fine, but uh, maybe you should measure it then. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, are there are there things likewise that um, chronologically we're we're fifty years old and you know that we're older, mm-hmm. but maybe uh, maybe folks would think mm-hmm. you're too old to be doing that, but you do it anyway. <laughs> and I guess I, I'll say what I'm, when I'm I love dancing, so I'll be dancing yeah. around the house. A lot of it is you know popping and locking, <laughs> and I'm like I am good at this. You should be into this. <laughs> I don't know that I'm I don't know that I'm good at it, but. <laughs> But feel good you're enjoying it. yourself. That's, that's right. Yes. yes. I went to a wedding in July, which I was mm-hmm. psyched for, for months, months and months. Cause I thought here's my dancing with a group opportunity. Yep. And I could not get my son to come out with us. Yep. He's like, Oh no, Oh no. Oh, like, you know, you're embarrassing mm-hmm. me, mom. And so I, I, he had this look in his eye of like, yeah, I was, I was too old to be doing that. <laughs> so speaking of that, it's time once again for us to play. Getting too old for this. <laughs> actually in that phrase, he's saying you're getting too old for this. And a little bit later, we'll talk about how Roger and Martin said this a number of different ways throughout their, their the films. Okay. This is how we're going to play this game. I, you're going to both start off with 50 points. Or years. Oh. Ray, we're just going to round you up to 50. Yeah, you could do 49 yeah. if you want, but 50. 50 is close enough. We're going to play three rounds, and each round is going to sort of, uh, will, will affect your point total, we'll say, okay? In this mm-hmm. round, the very first one, for every item on this list, mm-hmm. you're going to subtract one year. And we're going to do this three different times, and we're going to see what, I don't, I don't know if this is going to work. I made this up. Now, now Lonnie did help me put this list together, so I would uh, not, to try to avoid any biases, because I'm going to do it too. See how old uh, okay. my, my, this thing says I am. Okay. We're all in it. All right. So um, this is a list of things you should stop doing after 50. And I got this from a number of different websites, AARP, uh, mm-hmm. Ladies Home Journal, Men's Health, uh, GQ, all these different places. And p- we pulled these together. Okay. All right. So if you're mm-hmm. doing any of these, subtract one point from 50. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about our age at, at the end of each round so far where we're at. Okay. Okay, here you go. Subtract one point if you have more than two social media accounts. More than two? Yeah, more than two. So again, apparently uh, if you have more than two, and there's a little note here. Some of these are the clarifications, I think. It says, uh, if you're on Facebook and Instagram already, that's plenty, especially if that's where you keep up with your close family. But if you're also burning up 20 with 50 posts, I'm sorry, Twitter with 50 posts a day, or we could say that about Ray on Instagram, (laughs) you need to cut back and spend more time with your friends and loved ones. All right, so- um, hmm. I guess technically I have more than two. I don't really use mm. one of them though. I think I only have two because I don't tweet. All right, then you're good. No, minus one. All right. Okay. Number two, take off a point if you have strong opinions about modern music. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Old t-shirts that look like they were attacked by piranhas. Well, I've got one. Of, I've got at least one. But I blame the dryer. Mm-hmm. It's the dryer. Your old <laughs> CD collection. Oh, there goes one. <laughs> well, this one next one reminds me of Ray. <laughs> Uh oh. A sickening online comment trail. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think Ray and I have had that before between the both of us talking to each other. Yeah. It's been a long time though. I'm not going to say I have that because it's been a long time. It still counts. You still count. Right, you you've done it. All right, so you done gotta, it. All right, there you go. Keep right. me honest. Grudges. Oh. I don't mm. think I have any grudges. Mm. Yeah, I'm batting a thousand on this thing so far. <laughs> yeah, you haven't really said much, Ray. You just kind of quiet. One. Look, we, we did not I'm make too these... busy. I'm too busy writing slashes over here. Now, look, we didn't make this up. Like I'm telling you, I had there were hundreds of items, and Lonnie helped me put this together. Right? It's going to seem like I'm now that Ray said that because it's the next one. Red solo cups. Oh no! Seriously? All right, I don't have any of those. Right. Oh, but I do have old cell phones. That's the oh, next no. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Seriously, we did not make this up, Kat. Here's number nine. Take off a point or a year if you have any banned memorabilia. Kat <laughs> 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 just showed off all her Duran Duran memorabilia to Annie Zaleski last week. Okay, and finally, number 10, a futon. Take off Fine. if you have a futon. All right. All right, how old are you guys so far? I am... 46. Okay, that's not too far. If I'm 45, how are you doing? I'm 41. I don't own a futon. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Ray's just plummeting in the uh, age. I should be wanting to take points off here, right? <laughs> to get younger and younger. No, some of these things are, are mean and spiteful. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. And there was tons more that we threw out just because they were like really judgy and hmm. body oh. shaming and stuff like that. Oh, no. Um, so is there anything left that, um, is there anything that was not covered that maybe we shouldn't be doing at 50 that, uh, you know, according to f people in these lists, not, not according to us, of course, necessarily. I would, I would say all of Generation X, a lot of us do this still. We dress pretty much the same. We always ah. do. We don't dress like adults. Yes. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yep. You, I remember I like being a kid and you would see a guy, right? Like an old dude, 80 <laughs> years old, wearing a polyester mm -hmm. suit with those sort of checked <laughs> patterns on it. And I would think, yep. come on, dude, get with the times. And then it was only until later that I realized, no, he's wearing the stuff that he was, you know, was cool when he was 19 or 20 and you just stuck with it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, I do that too. You're right, right? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if we started dressing like the kids, then they'd make more fun of us. Yeah. Mm. So it's a, it's a, a lose-lose situation. Yes. They can either go, look at the old guy in the camo shorts and Metallica t-shirt. Look at what a jackass he looks like. Yeah. But then if I dressed it like them and- Skinny uh, jeans. Skinny <laughs> jeans and whatever. They'd be, look at this idiot. Hmm. But okay. So it, it, it's a lose-lose. What would be an age-appropriate thing for us to wear? What is our- what, oh, um, hmm. Cargo mm -hmm. shorts and Batman t-shirts. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's what a 50-year-old person should be using? I guess. I have no idea. I don't know. That's true. Hmm. Do you guys find yourself concerned with how you look as you get older? Less so. <laughs> Less, yeah, not really. Less so than what? Like you did when you were younger? You were more concerned? In yeah, it's definitely different. I'm kind of, oh, that's good enough. Okay. <laughs> and now it's, um, yeah, it's far less concerning to me. Well, what about um, when I was younger in twenties? Have you ever seen a picture of yourself uh, or you just do this? I've done this before. You walk around having a certain image of in your head of what you look like. Right. And it's usually <laughs> a much younger age than you are now. And then you yes. finally go to the mirror to brush your teeth or something and you, whoo, you're almost <laughs> taken aback by who is this older, older folk like Candyman or Bloody Mary staring yeah. back at me. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that, yes. that happens all the time. Yeah, 
I find if I smile, it, it improves things. Okay. I'm, I usually just go, who the yeah. f- are you? How'd you get in the mirror? <laughs> right. You know how many broken mirrors are at Ray's house? <laughs> he punches. <laughs> I did dye my hair. Uh, not like, When I first started going gray, uh, oh. I, I started, the woman who was cutting my hair was like, you know, we can, I can make that not, I won't dye it to the, the sort of normal color, but I'll just make it a little lighter brown instead of gray, you know? The kind of mm-hmm. diet she was, and I thought, okay, I'll check that out. That would be cool because I'd like to still look how I feel. And mm-hmm. I did that like twice, and then I was like, "What? You got to make peace with how you're aging, <laughs> otherwise, yeah, it's going to be something yeah. I'm chasing after forever." You know, and mm-hmm. then you mm-hmm. end up like Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants that. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I'm turning. Well, I have white hair. Red hair turns to white. Like it just, there's no gray. It just goes straight to white. Yeah. But I prefer to think of it as a sort of a blonde. Mm-hmm. No, it's, what is that? Actually, maybe, maybe that's blonde. what's happening with Ray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. My t- actually, I have some gray and some white and some blonde. It's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Ray looks like he has highlights as a result though. Yeah, there's one spot. Uh, well, my original hair color is white. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I got older, it actually became blonde instead of white. But wow. there's one patch on my head that's still white. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I remember being in my like 20s thinking, it'll be cool when I'm older and in my 50s and I kind of have a J. Jonah Jameson like gray temples. And right. now I have that. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. I want to say it's not as cool, but it's not what I imagined. <laughs> do, you, do, you ever, do you ever look in the mirror and go, get me those pictures of Spider-Man right now? <laughs> I love it. I won't dye my hair because yeah. it doesn't feel right. It just, it, 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 like you said, it's it would be like uh, chasing something or trying to make something happen. That's just yeah. not so. And I think, I, I think my mom has made peace with it now, yeah. but I think it used to drive her crazy that I did not oh. <laughs> start dyeing my hair yeah. to get rid of any white because it made her feel older yeah. <laughs> than my hair mm. was. Uh, um, there's a guy changing. I know who I knew him for years having solid jet black hair and he looked perfectly normal. He's a few years older than we are, but it didn't look like it was uncharacteristic. Then I hadn't seen him in a little while. When I saw him, he had, it was just, you know, a few months, entirely white hair, like a, just a shock of white hair. Wow. And he said to me, because he saw, he said, Hey, you're getting a lot more gray. He said, don't do what I did and dye your hair. Cause once you do it, you have to keep up doing it. And I realized right. I was, he said, I believe I was starting to lose my hair as a result of the chemicals. But <laughs> that's the other thing. If you do that kind of thing, when you stop, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have yeah. to ease out of it. So people think you just suddenly aged naturally and not, or not like that guy in uh, the last crusade when he chose poorly. Yeah. Speaking of that, it's once again, time for us to play. Do I play this every time? Might as well. Get you know, I like to make sounds. Okay. Yeah, we love the sound. This time, okay. Also, we are going to subtract one point if we wear any of these items on this list. Oh. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to get my here we age go. back mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I started at 45. Okay. Let's see. You wear athletic clothing in public. Oh. That includes Wait. sweatpants. What about like leggings for a brisk walk in the morning? I don't think leggings that, would no. count. Yeah. No, like uh, athletic gear. You, you know, know, like jogging shorts or pants or a track suit or uh, sweatpants. Your favorite Jets jersey, your <laughs> your your Indians baseball cap. Oh, I own none oh, here's of those the, things. Oh, you're good. Here's the next one, actually. Wearing baseball caps as an accessory. All right. I've, I do do oh. that from time to time. Check. <laughs> All 
right? I only <laughs> wear it to keep the sun out of my eyes. Okay. <laughs> so you wear it as head. a practical thing, not as a fashion yes. statement or casual attire. Okay. Right. Wearing trendy, tight clothing. <laughs> Look, oh. I don't really mm-hmm. wear skinny jeans. They're just slim fit. You get a check for that one. <laughs> Dress like a college kid. And there's a clarification here. Think cargo shorts and flip-flops, graphic tees, sports jerseys, or hoodies, or sweatshirts. That's my entire wardrobe right there. (laughs) Ray's dressed like that right now. Check. moment. He has them all on. Cargo shorts, flip-flops, graphic tees, and a hoodie. I I can almost reach my ball cap, too, from here. (laughs) Ray's going to be 12 by the time we're done. I had an aunt tell us uh, a few years ago Mm -hmm. that um, wearing graphic tees was... um, not really acceptable hmm. for someone over the age of 40, apparently. Wow. Okay. And that well, made me want to keep wearing them all the more. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. 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 Look. Um, let's see. Oh, wearing excessive colors and patterns. Mm. Oh, oh that's me. My entire is very bland. Uh, using <laughs> young and bold scents, you know, uh, colognes, perfumes. I don't do that. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Crocs. Uh oh, Kath made it. <laughs> Kath's entire expression just changed. I think she's got a dozen in every color. I have, I have purple ones that are mine and black ones that were my daughter's that she doesn't wear anymore. The purple's my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Baggy and oversized clothes. I, I don't think a hoodie or a, or a football jersey counts yeah, as baggy. Yeah, this says uh, every few years we see celebrities uh, and young women wearing baggy pants, oversized shirts, and large sweaters. Like if it was so a hockey jersey, then yes, I'd say that's. The Kevin yeah. Smith oversized mm-hmm. clothes. But. That used to be everything oversized, every everything, but not anymore. <laughs> uh, number nine is jeans with too many holes. Oh. I don't think I have any holy jeans right now. Nope. Mm, nope, I, I don't think I do either. Yeah, um, I definitely used to. Wear, <laughs> wear black all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have colorful socks on. Uh, I'd say a lot of my wardrobe is black, yeah. Oh, my God. It's just easier, right? <laughs> right, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Uh. All right, how old are you now? I am, I'm 42. How old are you, Kat? It looks like I'm 43. Oh, everybody's going down. <laughs> hey, I'm only down to 37. <laughs> I'm down to 37. 37? <laughs> what? Come on, this is kind of working out though, right? Ray is the most useful, of, youthful seeming of us all. Oh, yeah, I think mm. you're onto this. Yes, my, my childlike innocence over here, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I should be on Blue Lagoon. Oh, no. Wait, what? Is, don't go oh, there. Oh, no, oh, don't go I there. Gotcha. Is your cousin with you? Is there something? Your sister? I don't know. I guess that's, that's weird. But what the, oh, that's no. what that movie is. Isn't it? It was, I yeah, I was kind of hoping though it would be Brooke Shields. Oh, but in the movie, isn't her? Whatever. Mm. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, considering now for a moment the converse of, of what we've been talking about, and are there any things or what are those things that maybe we should consider doing now that we're, you know, getting older. I, I know I want to tell you something. Um, (laughs) so my daughter went skydiving last weekend. All right. She's, she's 20 today. Wow. Yeah. And, um, I did that once back in, I think it was 2009, if I remember correctly, tandem skydive. And it was one and done. Mm. I thought, okay, I never need to do that again. Mm. But while I was waiting for her, I'm watching the plane and, you know, it's getting closer. And then I see them all floating down and I was like, oh, maybe I could do that again because oh. <laughs> it looked mm. really, really fun. But I don't think I could deal with the airplane ride. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. And, and jumping out is kind of a blur. Uh, that's, I, yeah, that, um, 
that goes so fast. I don't think I would worry about it. It's more the airplane ride, mm. but I never thought I would want to do it again. But there I was sort of mm. wishing I was floating down out of the sky. <laughs> I'd like to try it. If I could just do too. that part. You know, for, you, you might try I'll, it. No, I, I won't. I would you like won't. to. And there's a number of things oh, like that. I wish I yeah. did when I, when, I, when I was younger because, but now it's not that I'm old so much as it's like, if I die, my wife's got a mortgage to pay by herself now. Kids are going <laughs> right, to be like, right. what a selfish a-hole. They See, I think you're saying it. that wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, if I die, I don't have a mortgage anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Hmm. And you're closer to the end anyways. That's true. You're right. Hmm. Like oh, when man. you're 20, you got a long way to go if That's you fall right. out of that plane and die. You fall out now, it's, it's you know, I don't know why more people our age don't jump out of place. I only jump when I'm 80. <laughs> exactly. Well, maybe I should jump now. You're right. I got a lot more years left in the mortgage. I'll have the house paid off by then when I'm 80. Mm. <laughs> With that, it is time for our last round of... Get you off of it. All right. Now, this time, mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about this idea of the things that we should be doing, you know, or want to do now that we're older. And on this round, you're going to have a chance to earn some years back. Oh. For each item on this list that you do, uh, you add a year. So this oh is a list of, uh, again, based on some various websites that um, various quote unquote experts suggest that we should be doing once we turn 50 and after 50. What if I don't want to get older? Well, let's say you max out of 50, right, Kat? If you're done with this and it turns out you're 65, which I would have guessed you probably would have. <laughs> Why are you making me so I don't old? know. You're just most mature out of all of us, I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I went too far. I went too far. Uh, all right, I'll t- I'll take that as a. I did come across a, a website that one talked those about backhanded compliments. Want to raise throat punches? No. I did come across a website that said things not to say to people, uh, older people, and I think maybe I just did them all just now when I said that to you. <laughs> but we're the same age. All right, whatever. Okay. I know. All right. Um, all right. So okay, here you go. So add a year if you do these things. Now that we're you know fifty and raised about to be fifty. Get routine health screenings, including, and here's a clarification, including breast, prostate, colon screenings, that sort of thing. Oh, man. Right, so we're going to do a plus okay. one for that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Get a good night's sleep. Mm. Oh, no, I can't add that. <laughs> this says on here, uh, if you need to know, the National Sleep Foundation recommends getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night. <sighs> if you're having, if you're, ha- <laughs> this is, seems like directed to me, right? If you're having trouble getting or staying asleep, talk to your doctor. <laughs> oh, Ray sounds like he's gonna hop on the phone there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Call his doctor. Okay, uh, number three, conquer a long-held fear. I can't. Mm, nope. Oh, I think I am right now <laughs> on the podcast. That would count. That counts. <laughs> okay. You feared doing a podcast. That's awfully specific that you had for a long time, especially <laughs> considering they've only been in vogue for like ten years or so. But number four, reconnect with old friends. Oh, Kat and I are kind of doing that right now we too. Absolutely right, are. Absolutely. Try therapy. I think we would lump lump in if you're if ever done therapy or doing therapy. You don't Mm -hmm. necessarily have to try it, right? I probably should. (laughs) Everybody should. Yeah. (laughs) Spend more time outside. Oh, Ray should get like a thousand points for this. I like being outside, so yes. This says make a real effort to spend more time outdoors when you're in your fifties. A little sunlight and green space will hmm, green space. Does the concrete of the dry of Rob's driveway <laughs> count? Wait a minute. <laughs> Watching TV and drinking beer in the driveway hmm. counts. You're basically <laughs> indoors. All right, take take a point off. I have to walk through the grass to get there. There you go. Mm. Get politically active. Yeah, I can't say I've done that. Start your morning with a workout. Oh. These are all getting kind of bummer now. This next one. Make a comprehensive will. I oh boy. haven't yeah, done that. that. Mm. The workout one, though, I, I 
And I've, I've been terrible about during the week, but on the weekends, I try to okay. do it. Okay. That sounds like yeah. at least a half point. Does <laughs> taking the steps from upstairs to downstairs count? Hmm. It doesn't say. <laughs> but you do have right. to do that in the mornings. Yeah. I guess how it depends times? how many times you go up and down. Yeah. If you just yeah. do it like back and mm-hmm. forth like a dozen times. Mm-hmm. Nah, no. the one's good enough for me. All right, because then you're there. Hmm. Yeah. And the last thing here is tell people you love them more. Aww. That's a good one. I'm checking that one. Do you do it, though? You don't just check it if you think it's a good idea. What? You don't oh, check I it, it was... if you think it's a good idea. Is that what you've been doing this whole time? <laughs> you check them if you do no. them. Oh. Oh. I tell you guys I love you when I hang up sometimes, and you never say it back. <gasps> I love you. Oh, no, too late now. <laughs> I'll say now it I'm right now. Oh, come on. I right, tell people, I'm, I'm giving myself a check for that one. All right. I love you, Ray. <laughs> I love you, too. Oh, see, he'll do it for a point. <laughs> yeah. He's not a fool. <laughs> no. Notice he didn't say it to me, though. He just That's said it right. to you. Well, right. <laughs> I said I love you, too. T-W-O. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. How okay. come two has a W, <laughs> yeah. but one doesn't? <laughs> You've been listening to Ray's Thoughts. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I am right. 49 now. How old are you, Kat? Eight, 48. 48. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah. So Ray must be close. Yeah, I got 40. Wow. That still seems appropriate though, right? <laughs> it does. He by it far does. is living the most youthful life out of all of us. I mean, you know, he's going, he's got tickets for a rock and roll concert coming up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mm-hmm. Still hangs out with friends outside, watching games or whatever he said. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, that's that, right? Sure. So the other thing we wanted to talk today about is the reason we, <laughs> what originally inspired this episode was the fact that we've heard this phrase, I'm getting too old for this mm-hmm. in more than one film. And I did some digging and it turns out a phrase, that phrase or one similar to it has appeared in dozens of films. Uh, going mm-hmm. back to, uh, e- even dating back to the 1950s. Wow. But I identified 11 and two others, you'll see why in a moment, from the 1980s. And that might be the decade that had the most, certainly of, you know, of this particular variety. I'm getting too old for this. The other ones from the other decades were uh, like sort of kind of like that, but uh, not so straight, uh, not so uh, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. but you know, uh, and digging into this, I realized that probably the first version of we heard, uh, we, we heard of this actually mm-hmm. was before the 1980s and was actually in Star Wars when Obi-Wan Ooh. Kenobi says, quote, I'm getting too old for this sort of thing, <laughs> end quote. Wow, I didn't really frame it in, yeah. you know, <laughs> in that way. There's, uh, there's another movie the same year. Mm-hmm. It has the, almost the same line. Yes. What was it? Um, the movie is Wizards, Wizards, which is uh, by legendary animation director Ralph Bakshi, the guy who directed Felix, Felix the Cat, Fritz the Cat, uh, <laughs> and uh, what was the other one? Lo- he did the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, those oh, cartoons, the animated ones that came out in the 70s. That, um, <gasps> oh my gosh. Anyway. Right. So that, he's a, are the, those. Yes, those are the reasons we never got a Tolkien movie in the 80s because of those mm. cartoons. You sound resentful. He, uh, <laughs> He hated them, and that's one of the reasons he would never license mm. for the movies to be made. And it wasn't until after his death that oh. Christopher Tolkien got the rights to it and okay. you know, and Peter Jackson and blah, blah, blah. And unfortunately, while wow. Bakshi was making these movies, it was like they were running out of money. So they started cutting mm-hmm. corners. 
and mm-hmm. it became less and less animated <laughs> and more mm-hmm. just they took film of the folks that they would otherwise use for like, you know, for, you know, to do the animation studies. And they just started colorizing it in such a way that made it look kind of mm-hmm. cart. Remember this, Ray? It looks kind of yeah. cartoony, but it's clearly you're watching a movie all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And they would reuse these like fight scenes over and over again. <laughs> the Hobbit's really great though. Hobbit by uh, Rankin and Bass is really great. I remember seeing that in school. I think I loved it. Oh that. yeah? Huh. Hmm. What was that? History? <laughs> <laughs> so we got two wizards in a 1977 sci-fi fantasy film. Both say I'm getting too old for this sort of thing. That is kind of, that is weird, isn't it? Trippy. Yeah. Of course, the most famous or the most well-known version of this uh, line is spoken by Danny Glover as Roger Murtaugh mm-hmm. in the original Lethal Weapon film. It turns out, though, not only did he say it in a Lethal Weapon that came out in 1987, it was uttered between him and also uh, Mel Gibson's character, Martin Riggs. Between the both of them, they uttered this 15 times in the four wow. Lethal Weapon films. Do you find it disturbing yeah. that he was younger than all three of us when he said it the first time? Oh, that's a good point. Was he? Yeah. Really? And the, the, the big plot point of the film, the first film, is that Danny Glover's character is turning 50. And like, oh no, he's oh, getting old. Okay. His daughter tells him to shave because he's got gray in his beard and he looks so old. But yeah. Danny Glover was, yeah, what, 41 when he filmed it? <gasps> yeah. Man. So again, like I mentioned, in addition to the weapon films, there's uh, several other films from the 1980s. I don't know. Do you want to just mention these? this list here? Sure. The Hunter, uh, Steve McQueen uttered it. Uh, Stripes. Okay, Sergeant Holka. Ray actually yeah, brought this look. to my attention a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when he breaks, when they break through the thing and he's on top of the... The tank the is armored it the, oh, the tank yeah, the, vehicle right. thing. Right. <laughs> he actually says it right there. Yeah. Um, I found one that from a favorite film of mine, Beach Street, uh, 1984 oh. film, Cool Mo D, when he's rapping as uh, Santa Claus, says, I'm getting too old for this Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> um, to live and die in LA. Uh, the sure thing. Uh, John Cusack's character says it, and because he, and he says it in the context of uh, almost being 19 years of age. <laughs> Uh, behind enemy lines, POW the escape. David Carradine's character said it there. Black Moon Rising. Remember that? John Carpenter wrote that movie. I don't remember who directed it. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Hamilton. It's about stealing some kind of sci fi vehicle. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character says it. I could picture him saying that for sure. <laughs> and I'm going in chronological order here. The Lethal Weapon films all lumped together. But interesting side note is not only did uh, Danny Glover say this as Roger Murtaugh and the Lethal Weapon films, there were some Easter eggs or homages in uh, the also Richard Donner directed film starring Mel Gibson, Maverick. Danny Glover pay, mm-hmm. plays a bank robber who also says it. He and uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson also share a moment where they look at each other like, don't I know you? And they play the Lethal Weapon theme and then they go, nah, nah, Oh my never. gosh. <laughs> no. Um, and more recently in 2010's Death at a Funeral, Danny Glover says it while uh, I think he's sitting at a funeral when he says it. Elizabeth Shue says, I'm getting too old for this crap. And Adventures uh, in Babysitting in 1987. <laughs> that would be my version. <laughs> Kevin Costner's Crash Davis says it in Bull Durham. Robert Duvall's Officer Hodges says it in Colors. And that uh, rounds out the 1980s. Now, if you loosen up the parameters a little bit, there's two other films you can get uh, from the 1980s. Don Amici says, I'm, oh, I'm too old for that sort of thing, which is more like the uh, Alec Guinness uh, or Obi-Wan Kenobi line. Mm-hmm. Don Amici says mm-hmm. it's in Cocoon. And in Silver Bullet... Remember that uh, werewolf horror movie? Yes. That's like a light horror movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Gary Busey's Uncle Red character says, I'm a little too old to be playing Hardy Boys meet Reverend Werewolf. 
Wow. (laughs) And there's time again, look, there's dozens of films since and before that say some sort of version or something kind of like that. Um, Oh, you know, let me ask you this final question. Oh, sure. Are we getting too old for 1980s pop culture? to continue to listen to these songs ad nauseum, the TV shows, the movies. We do a podcast about it. Is there mm-hmm. some point where we need to move on and embrace, I don't know, more contemporary things? Well, no, we we actually, actually, we do watch those things. Yeah. We've just determined yes. that the 80s were better oh, in true. comparison because it's like homework. Mm. So that we can do the podcast and show everybody that we're right. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. I'm being kind of goofy, right? There's so many contemporary things I do love. Maybe not the music, but the <laughs> tons of movies and television shows that I enjoy. That's true. Oh, sure. But that doesn't mean you, we have to not enjoy yeah. what we came from. The thing about it for me that I think about is, and we've talked about this before on the show. Well, I guess first, okay, here's how my thoughts sort of unfolded. We've talked about this before. That to mm-hmm. me, it seems like maybe, and I haven't researched this. I think I mentioned it to David Sirota. Uh, he didn't really have any sort of research or comments on it, but this idea that I think we may be the first generation to Peter Pan in in the Mm. sense that because we've had our, uh, childhood toys, movies, television shows, music always available to us Mm -hmm. and only increasingly Mm -hmm. so, whereas our parents' generation and prior generations didn't, they'd have to Mm -hmm. settle for reruns on TV, for example, or seeing another, see if you want to see a film again, maybe it comes around in the theater again. Music was dictated by the radio. You could own a record, of course, obviously, but not everything was available. So we were, we've been able to, maybe for the first generation, prolong our adolescence in yes. a way that other folks couldn't. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk about maybe we're too old for the 1980s, it's not so much even, I mean, part of it is, like I said, maybe we should like things. Like Ray pointed out, we do listen to stuff and watch stuff that's contemporary. Of course we do. But Mm -hmm. should we let go in a sense that maybe we're holding on to a way that also keeps us from being mature in other ways that are important? Does that make sense? It does. No, it it makes sense. But I don't think we should stop. (laughs) I enjoy reflecting on what those things meant to me at that time. Like I, I, when, when we listened to things and watched things, I don't, we didn't have our second sight, you know, we weren't Mm. um, reflecting on ourselves as we were experiencing it. Right. And now when we're, we're reliving those things, we can think about, well, why was that important to me? Or what did I really think about that? Or, or really, how did I really feel about that? And I think there's value in that. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a lot of that lately. I just think it's cool that not we have access to everything from the 80s. You get the chance yeah. to hear music you didn't get to back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. There's, there's tons of albums from bands that I like that I didn't even know existed in the 80s. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they're right there now. You can get them on YouTube. Same mm-hmm. with movies. Uh, you know, we used to have to go to the theater and then rent them. And you couldn't mm-hmm. possibly, like the 80s, they're just so many movies. Right. So, mm-hmm. Well, look at me. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to catch up, Still right? up yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so technically, we're not stuck in the 80s. We're rediscovering things we missed in the 80s. Mm-hmm. That's true. And certainly more proactively on this show, we do yes. a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you know, I think ultimately for us, it boils down to how we feel, right? Like we talked about this list and it was fun to goof around and, you know, uh, whatever, <laughs> pretend like we could determine maybe our quote real age. I made the whole thing up except for the list. We got those real lists. Um, but ultimately it comes down to how we feel and what we feel like doing, right? Like you said about your aunt telling mm-hmm. you to do one thing or, you know, Ray was saying mm-hmm. maybe folks might say this. We do whatever we want anyway, right? And mm-hmm. I found a I found a thing uh, or an article on online from uh 
on TED.com, which, you know, like the, the folks that are associated with TED Talk. And it talks okay. about how researchers found that our, our mental patterns actually affect how we age. Um, mm. And just to be, you know, just to keep it short and less scientific, it says that our mental patterns could, could be harming our telomeres. I just said I wasn't going to be scientific, but there you go. <laughs> which are parts of our DNA that affect mm. our life and health. And, you know, so ultimately it's like many things. We've talked about this on a, what, a quark level that our outlook is really affects how our, our health physically or mentally and not necessarily the clothes we wear and whether or not we are familiar with new pop culture or me saying mm-hmm. on fleek only gets my <laughs> daughter to tell me that's, you know, five years old. And ultimately this takes me back to, you know, we talked about how many times uh, Martin and uh, Martin Riggs, I keep saying Martin and Roger, like I know them on a first name basis. Riggs and Murtaugh uh, said, I am getting too old for this throughout the Lethal Weapon series. And I think mm-hmm. ultimately my favorite is the one in Lethal Weapon 4 where there's a scene where Riggs is boxing another, a younger police officer just for fun, you know, for exercise in the gym. And he starts mm-hmm. getting beat. So he pretends like he's injured so he can stop fighting. And in the mm-hmm. locker room, he confides in, in Murtaugh that he feels like he's getting too old for this. But <laughs> when he asks Roger, what should I do about that? Roger says, you should just accept it. But because Riggs is, is Riggs and, you know, uh-huh. ultimately more like Ray, I think, or Ray's more like Riggs. <laughs> this is what he concludes. Bullshit. No, I'm not going to accept it. No, I'm going to will it not to happen. Will it? Yeah. You know, will it? I'm not too old for this. I'm not too old for this. You will it not. We're not too old for this. Oh, well, well we're, we're not, not too old for this. We're not, not too old for this. Like you believe. We're not too old for this. Yeah. Hey, yeah. We're not too old for this. I like that. All right. Hey, hopefully <laughs> none of you folks, none of you listening feel too old for anything, including this, this show. <laughs> Our show would not be possible without the support of many wonderful patrons, including and especially John Henderson, Bart mm. Arnold, Craig Coletta, mm. and John Kaminsky. Thank you so very much, guys. More bonus Patreon episodes coming your way, including, apparently, as Ray announced earlier, several just for Bart Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> Bart Arnold exclusive. But everyone, every, yeah, but everyone can listen to oh, okay. them oh, if you're good. a Patreon and give us money. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. You can join the ranks <laughs> of those supporting this podcast by going to patreon.com slash 1980s now. We <laughs> will talk to you next time on 1980s Now. See ya. Later. One thing that drives me crazy is you guys see these memes on Facebook all the time. It's like, if you know who this guy is, you're old. <gasps> If you, right, you know, right, that right. drives me crazy. Don't say we're old. Maybe you say you're smart. Maybe so you know who Captain Kangaroo is. It doesn't mean when you say you're old, there's something to me that feels so, I don't know, terminal about that in the well, sense that you need to change. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Technically though, we could just mm-hmm. make memes to say, if you know who this is, you're a piece of shit and it'd be somebody that they like. <laughs> We have got to do that. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know who that would be. Like um, the cartoons they grew up with, like uh, Blue's Clues. (laughs) Like that guy. That recent video that guy posted. Yeah. (laughs)
<laughs> if you know who Steve is, you're a piece of sh- Hey, hey, yeah. hey, I like Steve. Don't diss well, Steve. No, we like Steve. <laughs> we do that's too, but just, yeah. for them, right. this is like their guy. That's right. <laughs> wow, well, yeah. yeah. 